The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. Phone lines are open. You get to make your case for or against vaccines, for or against lockdowns. Let's do it. It's time for The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown, your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Michael Brown is the director of the Coalition of Conscience and president of Fire School of Ministry. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Well, this is something we need to talk about again. This is something we need to work through together as believers. This is something where we need to listen to each other, learn from each other, go to the Lord, get wisdom, talk with people qualified to offer opinions, and then do what is right and best before the Lord, for ourselves, and for those around us. Welcome to the broadcast. Michael Brown, delighted to be with you. Here's the number to call, 866-34-TRUTH. 866-348-7884. We're in a very unique situation now in America and different parts of the world where in certain places you can't work your job unless you've been vaccinated or you can't access certain services unless you've been vaccinated. You have to get a so-called vaccine passport. There are some extreme lockdowns taking place like in, in countries like Australia, Others, there's still travel bans. They don't want people coming in and out because of the spread of the virus. Now there's talk of a third wave. There was the first wave, then the current Delta variant. Now a third wave that could be even deadlier. Talk of more lockdowns. Others are saying, come on, get over this. The lockdowns have failed miserably. They've hurt more people than they've helped. And why are we going to take an experimental vaccine? What's the use of that? And there are dangers with it, and it goes back and forth. And some say if you love God and you love your neighbor, of course you get vaccinated. And of course you wear a mask. And others say if you love God, you love your neighbor, you take care of yourself, use wisdom, but you don't get the vaccine and the mask is worthless. And the debate goes all around. I am not a medical doctor. I'm not qualified to give medical advice. I can talk about my own experience. I can talk about healthy living and healthy eating. And the fruit of that, I can talk about some of the healthy herbal supplements I take and and the benefits I've experienced, but I am not a scientist. I am not here to give you medical advice. I am not here to give you scientific counsel that is out of my realm of knowledge, that is out of my realm of responsibility. I know how to pray for the sick. I can teach what the word tells about healing and do those things, but I'm not a scientist. So if you don't know Dr. Brown, I'm not a medical doctor. Every so often we get folks that post things on our Facebook page asking for medical advice. I I said, I point you to the scriptures. I can pray for you, but I'm not a medical doctor. So I am not here to give medical advice, but I want to make today's broadcast a forum, a place in which you can call. So here's what I'm looking for today. You can be as passionate as you want. Here's the number, 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. I want you to call in and make your best case if you believe it's essential and responsible and even Christian to be vaccinated, that it's important that we do it, that we're absolutely foolhardy not to do it, that we're risking people's lives and that we're just sticking our heads in the sand. If you are strongly pro-vaccine, pro-COVID vaccine specifically, I want you to call in 
for truth or with it the larger preventative or recommended preventative measures, say wearing of masks, uh, even for children in school, or uh, say uh, with uh, lockdowns and things like that. And <coughs> excuse me, talking about all this has just stirred some things up here. No, sorry, that's just just a sneeze. It happens. You fight it. You do your best to not let it happen. But every so often, every few years, there's a sneeze on the air. There you have it. We're human like everybody else. But maybe you think lockdowns are a good strategy. We haven't been diligent enough with that. We need to do that. And the government really needs to step forward. Call in. Make your case for that. Or if you feel it is absolute government overreach, that the government's messed things up up until now, that the lockdowns have have lost more lives and cost more lives than they've saved lives, that the, the vaccine remains experimental, that people with the vaccine are still getting sick, and that the vaccine has all types of other issues, some of which are coming to light now, but they're not being reported, and you want to make your case against this. Or you think it's folly to wear masks. It's irresponsible. And this is just part of the big brother watching, trying to control our lives. Phone lines are open for your calls either way. You say, Dr. Brown, what's your goal today? My goal is to get various views aired out as best as possible. You may be an expert, but I'm assuming most that will call in would would not be considered experts. All right? I I want you to to weigh in. It may just be a spiritual conviction. It may just be a biblical principle. It may just be uh, your own experience for or against, or you may be expert or you've studied and researched. So my goal is to force the conversation deeper. My goal is to get us thinking more. You say, well, Dr. Brown, we want to know your position. This is my position. You should do the research. You should get whatever wise counsel you can get and make an informed decision. What's your view? That is my official view for anyone who asks me. My own choices are my own choices before God and with my family. I'm not trying to influence you in any particular way other than to say, think the issues through, do the necessary research, ask the questions you can, pray as you feel the need to pray, talk with others that can be of help, and make informed decisions because potentially... These are life and death issues. Just last week, lost a, a, another friend and colleague to COVID. That, that's a number. Interestingly, as Nancy and I were comparing notes, the maybe five different people that have been friends over the years that, that we know that died of COVID, they're all men. And in America and some other countries, even though women may, may have a higher rate of getting the virus, Men have had a much higher rate of dying. Some say it's biological. Some say it's environmental because of work situations and things. Obviously, I can't comment on that. It's, it's a lot of research to be done and sort through. Either way, these are tragic losses, painful losses. Could they have been prevented with vaccine? I'm hearing from others who say, I've, I've got friends, loved ones that got the vaccine, and now they're having these serious issues. And we don't know what to do with these. So I've talked about this before, but it's ever before us. And because I've got the platform to do this, I want to use this broadcast to facilitate the discussion. I I am going to do my best to go back and forth. All right. So hopefully 
there'll be enough calls on either side that I can do that. But otherwise, I'm going to take the calls basically as they're coming in. So if they're all in one direction, I'm not setting that up. All right. First, let's take a look over at Twitter. Uh, I did this poll on Twitter, and let me just see the latest results here. It's a little earlier today, just a simple question. Have you been vaccinated yet against COVID? And three choices, yes, no, prefer not to say. Now remember, you're voting anonymously. No one can see publicly. Uh, so uh, and, uh, some people have weighed in with their comments to follow up. Have you been vaccinated yet against COVID? Yes, 45.6%. No, 49.3%. Prefer not to say 5.1%. So it's a small majority uh, of those or or it's not a majority because it's over 50%, but slightly higher percentage have not been vaccinated than have. And again, we want to discuss the issues here. 866-34-TRUTH. Let's start with Robert in Omaha, Nebraska. You're on the line of fire. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I have a heart problem, and uh, it's a heart murmur. And I've been doing my research, and I've kind of come to the conclusion that, based off my pre-existing condition, that I probably won't get the vaccine. Also, I have other coworkers. Um, one in particular that he talked with his doctor, and they lined up the the costs and the benefits. And his doctor told him also not to get the vaccine. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm anti or pro vaccine. Mm -hmm. But I would say that it is on the table for potential medical care for people that do either need it or either for someone that it would benefit them. Uh, Robert, uh, may I ask how old you are? I'm 33. 33. And what is it specifically in terms of your pre-existing condition that has caused you to be concerned about the potential side effects of the vaccine? Well, so one of the <clears throat> one of the vaccines, um, they had found out that one of the side effects was inflammation in the heart. Yes. So that's obviously one of them, but mm -hmm. I've kind of just been studying them and seeing, you know, like other side effects that happen over a period of time. So I'm I'm still sitting here. I'm not saying that I wouldn't get a vaccine if I had gotten a second opinion from a doctor to tell me. No, you should get it, and here's the benefit. Got it. But I, I do think that there are outliers when it comes to any medical procedure, and to paint a broad brushstroke and say everyone needs to get this one thing done, like, oh, everyone should get their wisdom teeth taken out. It mm -hmm. would be like, well, some people actually keep their wisdom teeth for their entire life. Right. Obviously, that's not everybody, but it's a very small percentage of people that wouldn't get a procedure done or might have... You know, because it's medical. Right, right. Every, everything is going to be, there, there are trends, there are statistics, but everybody's an individual. So, so last question, yeah. just, just very quickly. Do you feel that you're getting accurate reports in terms of data that it's coming forward in terms of successive vaccination or problems? Do you feel that there's being fair and accurate reporting or you're cons are you concerned that the data may be skewed because of, of certain positions that are being taken what, what's your own feeling um i think that people have turned this whole vaccine thing in, into this uh grandiose like i'm being very self selfless 
by getting this vaccine done. And the thing is, is that medical care is a very individual thing. You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the benefit that you're going to protect yourself. I mean, theoretically speaking, you getting a vaccine, yeah, no, like how it's supposed to work is it's going to help protect you and protect others. But to an extent, again, there's always outliers. And it, it does feel like with the way that they're pushing it so hard that it's it's basically going to be like they're putting it on a pedestal and they're worshiping it. And I just think that it's getting a little overkill. Got it. Hey, Robert, I appreciate you weighing in. May, may God be with you and give you health and strength. We're going to take your calls. I'm going to read a couple of things to you over the course of the broadcast, but I'm devoting this broadcast to your calls. So weigh in. We'd love to hear from you. The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown, your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Welcome back, friends, to the Line of Fire broadcast, 866-34-TRUTH. I want to hear from you. If you think it's utterly irresponsible, utterly unchristian, utterly selfish for people not to get vaccines, that it is the epitome of not loving their neighbor, please give us a call. If you feel the opposite, that it's utterly irresponsible to get the vaccines and that there's so much data that's being suppressed and that the best thing to do is to, to quarantine those that would be most at risk and other word, otherwise to live our lives, please call in. If you feel it's important for the government to really push and insist on this, uh, please give us your feelings. If you feel the opposite, Love to hear from you, or somewhere in the middle. But I want to get to as many as possible. Again, I'll do my best to to go back and forth. Thus far, almost everyone calling in is against vaccine. But as soon as we have calls on the other side, I, I will bump those up to the top. Uh, let's go to Steve. Oh, we were going there. Uh, let's go over to an anonymous caller somewhere in the East Coast of the United States. Welcome to the Line of Fire. What's your take? Um, hello, hello, Dr. Rowe. Um, I'm actually having a lot of, like, I actually don't know how to sort out this whole stuff with the vaccine, cause, because I have been, like, because I've been bombarded by so many voices for and against it, and the funny part is that I have been fu fully vaxxed, but at the same time, I, some of my friends, there are some people even in my family saying that they're that sometimes if you even had the virus, you wouldn't even and have lived. You already have an immunity. So on the one hand, I'm kind of like, then what was the point of me going through that and th through all this anyway? And I think one of the reasons I got it was because I was pretty much tired of everything regarding the virus, me getting sick, me having to wear a mask, and me having to, to be restricted from going places. And... Now I'm seeing stuff like this stuff called hydroxychloroquine out there that's like an over-the-counter stuff, and there's like conflict over that. And now even in my family, I have some family members telling me that we have to wear masks again. And I was like, 
Oh boy, here we go again. So, 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 so you you had you had the virus, and then you got vaccinated, but there's the possibility now that even having had the virus, so you have the natural immunity, which is the the, the one that God put in our systems to start, then the vaccine, and now there's the possibility that you still might be under restrictions, and and have to wear a mask. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, and it's getting yeah, and it's pretty. Con- and it's pretty confusing as it is. Like, I've even had some friends say, I've even had talks with friends about there being, like, these mask mandates again. And it's kind of put me in a bit of a difficult spot because, on the one hand, I don't want to either endorse or tear down getting the vaccine. But I've been hearing people saying that they still got COVID regardless of it. So I'm like, right. oh, goodness, where? Can, oh, goodness, what can we do now? Like... This has been like something that's even confusing for me, as especially someone who has been kind of germ, having a germophobic phase at one point. Yeah. Well, well the, thing, the thing that's so unfortunate, and, and thank you for calling and being candid, and may the Lord keep you safe and, and give you peace of heart and mind in the decisions that you make. The thing that's so unfortunate, I, I wrote about it well, like a week or two ago, is the whole thing's become so politicized. I mean, you... you Let's just say you're you're your average person. You're not an expert on this. You you know you know an expert in virology or history of vaccinations or things like that. And you you want to trust the government. You want to trust the reports from the media, but you don't know who to listen to. And even if you're looking at the government, are you going to listen to Rand Paul, who's calling out Dr. Fauci and and some saying he he needs to be charged, you know, with crimes. And others saying, here's a guy trying to save lives and being demonized. And if you put on one news network, you're going to hear one report. And in the news network, another report. We're talking about people's lives here. So this is the real shame of it. This is the real shame. Something interesting, uh, and I'm going to get to more calls momentarily. The highest number of people who are not vaccinated, percentage-wise, from what I've read, would be white evangelicals. The next highest percentage would be African-Americans. Now, why those numbers are what they are, that's very interesting phenomenon. Uh, but you get two different groups, certain overlapping beliefs between them, Christian beliefs in, in certain circles. But why is it panning out like that? You say, well, it's all the Trump voters. Well, most African-Americans were not Trump voters. Well, it's the ones that's following the conspiracy. Oh, so they're all just uneducated, ignorant. And, I mean, what is there more skepticism towards what the government's saying? Is there more skepticism with just letting other people make decisions for your life? You say, well, why wouldn't someone get vaccinated? Because they'd say the vaccine's unproven and it can't possibly be proven for years and years and years. And there could be long-term side effects. And those would be saying, look, there's millions of people are vaccinated. They're fine. How can you fight this? So the discussion continues. All right, let us go back to the phones. Uh, another anonymous caller, this time from the Northeast. Welcome to the line of fire. Hi, Dr. Brown. Hey. Hello. Um, so I could say a lot of things, but honestly, I feel like the most concerning issue at this point is, well, let me just say, I affirm your stance. My stance is identical to yours, that you do your own research and you make an informed decision because we're not talking about a seat belt that you put on your body. You're talking about something you're putting in your body. And the fact of the matter is, is when there's a mandate, your civil liberties are being violated. And it's a, a shot that 
like you were just saying, has not been studied long enough. Um, the tests to even test for COVID are 50% accurate. My spouse works with the federal government, and he's being required to either get vaccinated um, by a certain date or administer his own, um, you know, testing. And it's all an honor system. So, and mm. his, his company has admitted that these tests are only 50% accurate. So to me, there's just so much going on in terms of like um, just patronizing people and treating us as though we are ignorant. Um, to me, that's a bigger issue. And just one more thing. I mean, right after this is kind of a digression, but not really. You know, Biden was talking about how we should all come together and be unified. But, you know, conformity is not unity. And anybody that is going against what the mainstream media or the majority of people are saying that we should do, um, we're being patronized and bullied and demonized and called ignorant. And more people have done research into why they're not getting the vaccine than just saying, oh, I'm just not going to do it because, you know, I voted for Trump. To me, it's it's a misunderstanding and it's a violation of our civil liberties. And to me, it's setting the groundwork for future violations. Got it. Got it. And you could make the case that the very worst thing to do for those that believe in the vaccine is to push it in a more mandatory way with penalties for nonconformity. But here, it's your husband. This is a serious decision he has to make. I know young people working at grocery stores and things like that. If they've been vaccinated, they don't have to wear a mask. If they haven't been, they have to wear a mask. But kids going to school, what about travel into certain countries? Uh, thank you. Uh, very articulate, very clear, laying out the concerns and the issues. 866-34-TRUTH. We go to Vincent in Indiana. What's your take, sir? Hi, Dr. Brown. Uh, hey. Great great caller, last caller. I really uh, resonate a lot with what she said. But, um, yeah, I, um, I'm definitely one that's kind of been on the fence about, <clears throat> about um, getting it, uh, more so not just uh, the way it's been rolled out and stuff and how quickly it's been uh, presented and, and, you know, things that aren't, aren't quite proven yet. But uh, I had gone to a physician um, and kind of was inquiring about it, and I had conflicting, you know, attitudes, I'd say, about it. One more so just was kind of nonchalant and like, yeah, if you feel like you know, it's something you want to do, you know, whatever, no big deal. And then, you know, was browbeaten by the other physician. And kind of uh, just kind of doing the fear-mongering towards me. And, you know, like, oh, so many people are, are dying. You know, basically everybody's dying on the corner and all these other things instead of just kind of articulating their position and presenting me with data. So that, you know, didn't really help with me making a decision uh, in that in that way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it, it's difficult. You know, I, I spoke to one respected doctor privately. And he said that he is not for the vaccine. He's not giving a public opinion because he's just serving his community, but he's not for the vaccine. Then I spoke to a respected cardiologist, and he was, more, he was mortified that everyone was not getting vaccinated. Absolutely mortified and grieved over it. And here, here two medical doctors. So again, friends, hey, Vincent, thanks for calling. And may the Lord give you wisdom in decisions that you make and, and keep you on a, a healthy lifestyle. Uh, friends, I want to encourage you, 
one big thing I can say as a servant of the Lord. So not as a medical doctor, not as a scientist, but as a servant of the Lord. Here's, here's what I can urge you to do. Don't give way to a spirit of fear. Spirit of fear is not from above. It's from below. It's either from ourselves or from the enemy. Fear paralyzes. A, a solid warning is sobering and, and helpful on every level. A solid warning, you know, there's a tornado coming. All right, we got to get out of here. That's a solid warning. But a spirit of fear is paralyzing and oh my and oh no, I'm going to die. Don't make decisions based on a spirit of fear. Look at the data, evaluate things honestly, carefully, pray for wisdom, and then act accordingly. We'll be right back with a bunch more of your calls. The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get into the Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Are you for or against the COVID vaccine? We are using today's broadcast as a forum for you to call in, air your views, share your views. I've emphasized that I'm not a medical doctor, that I've not studied these issues firsthand in a way that I can give qualified opinions. So my official opinion for everyone asking me, Dr. Brown, what do you think we should do? Mike, what's your view? Do the research and come to an informed decision and, and you make that before the Lord. That's my counsel to you. That is, that is my recommendation. As for my personal choices, those are my personal choices. So one of my colleagues just shot me a note also, being a medical doctor doesn't necessarily mean you know any more about immunology, virology, vaccinology than any other person. I've seen many doctors in opposition that are in those specializations. People have to look past the authority bias of doctors say, or my doctor says, I think that their opinions should be taken into consideration, but there are experts in those fields for a reason. And that's where I then struggle when I see experts within a field, recognize experts, airing different views. Then I wonder, how do I sort this out? But I will say this. The biggest thing to me, the biggest thing is not the question of the vaccine. The biggest thing overall is having a healthy lifestyle. Because COVID or not, healthy lifestyle is going to be the biggest issue long-term. Healthy diet, healthy lifestyle, and then healthy relationship with the Lord. Those are the biggest things of all. These are very important questions, but they're ultimately secondary. 866 Three, four, truth. Let us go to the phones over to Tori in Houston, Texas. Welcome to the line of fire. What's your take? Uh, yes, sir. <clears throat> so I'm a nursing student, and uh, I mean, I am not an expert at all, but I am very much for the mRNA vaccine. That's the only one I've done a lot of research on. I'm 100% against forced vaccines. But with every medical intervention, there is a risk-benefit analysis. And with all the data I've seen with understanding the mechanism of action, how the drug works in the body, um, and how clinical trials work, there really the data for me lies on the side to take the vaccine for most people. For most people, not going against your conscience, not being forced, but mm -hmm. just what the data says. 
for instance, I live in a uh, suburb of Houston, and right now one of our hospitals is 45% of COVID patients, mm. and 98% of those are unvaccinated. Um, and one of our ERs shut down the other night in another suburb. Um, and again, this is not to be fearful. I'm not afraid of COVID. I'm not afraid of the vaccine. But I just see so much misinformation, and it makes Christians, like the stuff that I get sent, and I have listened to both sides very it's like i'll listen to anything my friends send me but it's just very embarrassing sometimes with some of the things that are touted arrogantly as truth and i don't think we're supposed to spread false witness right um i've just been really torn up about this i, I don't think the issue is the vaccine i think the issue i think the vaccine is being used for maybe political control but in and of itself the vaccine, I do not believe, is everything that it's being chalked up to be. Got it. Hey, Tori, yeah, I, I appreciate you weighing in. And I, I too, am concerned about, well, well there's obviously fear-mongering on each side and extreme, sure. e- extreme viewpoints being expressed on each side. And the other day, a, a friend sent to a friend a link. It happened to be on CNN about a father who had died and shortly before he died, he said, I wished I had taken the vaccine. And a friend sent it to a friend, and the other friend said, well, that's CNN. I'm not going to listen to it. So you've got mm. – but then on the other hand, you know, uh, I see this big report, and six people in this megachurch died of the, vac- uh, of the COVID, and now they're pushing the vaccine as if, oh, people outside of churches are not – you know, mm. so you're – the stuff is out there. And, look, people have to work it through. Let, let me ask you one real quick question. Sure. Do you feel – that you can rely on what's being reported. Like you mentioned, the 98% were for people who weren't vaccinated. I just heard right before the show, someone tell me that they were talking to someone working in a local hospital uh, in our area, I believe it was, or it, they knew the, the person in this hospital, and they were saying as cases are coming in, if the person has been vaccinated, that they don't list them with COVID. And if they haven't been vaccinated, mm. they do, so you can't even... Do you think, as, as your nursing student thinks, that, that we're getting accurate data? Um, no, but my information that I've seen these same numbers on our local news station. And then I go and ask my, um, clinical instructors that work at the hospital and most, or my friends that work at the hospital, most of them are conservative evangelical Christians. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I trust them because they're Got actually yep, yep. there doing the test. Got it. Yeah. And again, thank you so much for weighing in. I appreciate it. Look, bottom line is we're talking about people's lives, right? Nobody wants to see people dying of COVID or anything else. Nobody wants to, to be at the funeral of a loved one. No one wants to have to be praying someone through a crisis and they're in ICU. And, and most all of us know somebody that's, that's died of, of COVID. So these are serious issues. On the flip side, many concerns are being raised about vaccines and long-term effects. And, and then, of course, as Tori just said, the government imposed things that, that we pretty much... I can't say all, but very largely are saying, hey, that's, that's just not the way to go. Hey, thank you for weighing in. 866-34-TRUTH. Uh, let's go to Wing in San Francisco. Welcome to the Line of Fire. Hi. Hey. Hi, doc- Dr. Brown. Yeah, well, go thanks ahead. For, thanks, yeah. thanks for having me. I, <clears throat> so I've got a list of things that I started jotting down and and feel free to interrupt me. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm a more analytical type. So number one, 
Um, my, I, I am against the vaccine, and uh, for these reasons. Number one, there's just a censoring of cheaper alternatives that cannot be monetized. Um, uh, even when some of these drugs that can't be monetized because they've gone generic, um, in the past, their discoveries have resulted in a Nobel Prize. Well, that's all censored. You don't hear any of that in the mainstream media. All you hear is the vaccine. That's my first point. Okay. Um, the, what's concerning is also the immunity of the pharma companies from lawsuits. Um, and, and also, obviously, they have a profit motive attached with these vaccines, whereas these generic drugs don't have, they, they cannot monetize it. Okay. And, and by the um, way, as, as you're sharing this, uh, I'm, I'm just typed in how much money has been made on the vaccines. That doesn't mean that it's evil. It doesn't mean that it's sinful or wrong. But one headline, Pfizer will make $15 billion from COVID-19 vaccine sales. So that's a question that some ask, which is, okay, maybe you have people on the ground that really care. But the higher up you get, the more greed there is. And if there are alternatives that are cheaper, are we going to know about those? So just, just wanted to throw that back to you. Okay. Yeah, and number three, uh, the testimonies of thousands of doctors all over the world, um, again, censored um, on, on mainstream media and on mm-hmm. uh, tech media. Um, we're talking about, number four, we're talking about a brand-new technology, mRNA. Um, you know, one of the companies that offered um, uh, you know, this vaccine, uh, there, two years ago, they, there was a class, a, class action lawsuit brought against that company because there was data that they kept hidden on their baby powder made out of talcum, which my understanding is um, I, I think you dig talcum out of the ground, right? Here we're talking about uh, a device, a, an engineered solution that is um, multiple times much more complex than stuff that we dig out of the ground. And even the stuff that we dig out of the ground against this very well-known company, uh, there was a class action lawsuit because they hit the data on the carcinogenic effects of talcum for decades. Okay. Um, my next point, questionable tracking and testing of COVID, which some of this, uh, other callers have already um, spoken to. Um, there's questions on the efficacy of the PCR test, which is the main test used. They don't even use the antibody test, but the PCR test, uh, there's questions on the efficacy of that test, including the inventor of the PCR test himself. And um, there's a monetization also, not just um, a monetization um, carrot, not just on the pharma companies, but on the hospitals. Hospitals get paid more when they can call somebody a COVID patient versus a non-COVID patient. I tell you what, I'm, I'm just going to jump in there as, as you invited me to, to interrupt, to be fair to other callers. But those are a bunch of, of concerns raised by Wing. I'm, I'm sure there are more. But as he graciously uh, gave me this invitation, I want to do this to get to other callers. But uh, thank you, sir, for weighing in. You mentioned people who are questioning things. My, my resident uh, vaccinology expert said uh, Luigi Warren, who created the mRNA technology, said that these mRNA and a vaccines are not how he intends this technology to be used. He believes in the technology, but does not believe in these mRNA vaccines. Hey, Wing, thanks, thanks for calling in and laying out some of your reasons. 
866-34-TRUTH. We go to Malachi in Gary, Indiana. Welcome to the Line of Fire. Uh, yes, hello. Hello. Uh, yes, uh, I've, for the time being, at least opted against uh, getting the vaccination. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to do with, particularly with the way that the the vaccines work. Currently, these are DNA vaccines. Okay. So they, they insert instructions directly into your cells, which then sort of uh, uh, causes parts of the cells to manufacture the spike protein of the virus so that the body recognizes what that spike protein looks like. And then later, if you come into contact with the coronavirus, the body knows to attack it. But And I think it's, uh, I think it's brilliant. But there's just no way that we can know in the short term whether or not that there will be long-term side effects. I am concerned with some of the short-term effects, but my greater concern uh, would have to do with the long-term, you know, one year from right. now, two years from now. Right. And, and sir, that's, that's where, obviously, testing for vaccines and things on this level could be, you know, 10 years, say, for obvious reasons. And the various variants of, of the flu, whatever it is, they're looked at, they're analyzed, then the vaccine developed, then tested in various settings. So on a certain level, I know you've had these trial runs, but it's also new that we're all part of a, a big test, which is why many have concerns. Hey, thanks, sir, for weighing in. I appreciate it. May the Lord give you wisdom moving forward. Hey, listen, I'm going to come back, take some more calls. You say, why is it? Why are you taking all negative calls? Because so far we got one positive, and every other call thus far has been against or unsure. I'm just taking them as they come in. But 30 minutes from now, we're going to be doing our weekly exclusive YouTube chat. 30 minutes from now, you can join me at ASKDR Brown. Ask Dr. Brown on YouTube. It's the Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Get into the line of fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us on the line of fire. Getting to as many of your calls as possible, weighing in for or against the vaccine or some of the government policies and proposals. Let's go over to Tanya on Long Island in New York. Welcome to the line of fire. Are you there? I tell you what, Tanya, what you need to do is turn off the radio side of things, however you're listening or internet, and then just be listening on the phone only. We'll come back to you in a moment. Uh, let's go over to Rebecca in San Antonio, Texas. Welcome to the Line of Fire. Hi, how are you? Doing fine, thanks. Good. Um, I kind of wanted to speak a little bit in favor of the vaccine. Um, first, I wanted to point out that the MRI, the company with the baby powder was Johnson & Johnson, and they don't do MRI vaccines. There's is, is the other type of vaccine. So I think if we're going to talk about stuff like that, we have to know, have a good understanding of what vaccines we're talking about. Okay. Yep. You know, um, I, I'm for it. I felt like there's always a risk, but I felt like taking the vaccine um, – I was helping fight the battle of COVID. I was helping them figure out what works with the COVID fight. Does that make sense at all? Mm-hmm. 
So in, in your mind, there's a risk in not taking it. There's a risk in taking it, but you feel you're doing more to fight against the virus and to help others by taking the vaccine. Exactly. Um, Because they're figuring out what works, what doesn't work, and I want to help them with that. Plus, I did read up on vaccines in a respect. I don't remember who it was, but he said something to the effect of, but I don't know with mRNA vaccines, but traditionally, most of the time, the effects of the vaccine, he said, come out within the first couple million shots. So he was saying, I understand people wanting to wait, but after like 100 million of the shots have done, probably we have a good understanding of what the effects are. And he said it's mostly, it's not really long-term effects, it's mostly with vaccines. It happens within the first couple million shots. Now, I don't know with mRNA if that's going to be the same thing or not. But, yeah. you know, that's something to take into effect. Like, what are the, if, if that's what he was saying is true, and I think he was pretty respected, how much of it is fear-mongering with the side effects, long-term side effects? Yeah, and... and they have to be balanced it, with the long-term side effects of COVID. Right. Hey, Tanya, I appreciate you weighing in, and I, I appreciate your heart in wanting to help and be part of the solution. The, the, the pushback people would give would be that, one, there are tons of problems, and they're just not getting reported. And two, many of the short-term problems reported, we don't know what they'll be long-term. But that, to me, is the key thing. Please, 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 let's not make this a political football. These are people's lives involved. Let's, let's get data out, whether it's helpful or harmful. In other words, if the data is supporting our position or against our position, let's get it out so people can make informed decisions. Hey, thank you for the call. Uh, let's try Tanya again, Long Island. Are you there, Tanya? Hello? Yes. Yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Hi. Okay, my name is Tanya Coleman, and I'm from uh, Long Island, New York. Yeah. And um, I just, uh, I, I'm totally against the vaccination. For one, I'm a believer, and uh, my, my thing is, um, if you're a believer, you have to lean towards the Lord and trust in him. And there's a lot of lies and misinformation and deception out there. And as a believer, we need to ask God for discernment. And, and because of that, the um, people of God need to wake up. And I understand a lot of, there may be a lot of people that are not believers that listen to your show. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they need to, to do their research. So, so Tanya, let, let me ask you this. And, of course, first and foremost is our faith in God and are asking God for wisdom. Uh, do you have any problem if, if you were sick, let's say uh, a broken arm, going to the doctor to, to get them to set things and put a cast on? Do you have any issue with getting medical help? Oh, no, not at all. I'm not against medical help at all. Got it. It's just that, it's just that we're in a season and in a time where we're, we're living in um, a world of deception. We're being deceived. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, in a lot of things, like basically what we're seeing is not actually what's happening, you know, and it's, it's a scary word and a world that we're living in and we need Jesus Christ Got it. to, to um, give us discernment. We need to ask for discernment. Right, so at a, at a time like this, so Jacob James 1, if anyone doesn't have wisdom, let him ask God, especially in times of trial. So in times like this, when it's really hard to know who to trust and who to listen to, 
And I, I can list highly respected people, learned, respected, God-fearing people on both sides, and then those that have an agenda and, and those that are politicizing things or maybe making money off or fear-mongering on either side. Yeah, it, it's, it's all the more treacherous. And yeah, we start there, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom to do what's right. Hey, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. And I wanted to ask that question to be clear. This is not against medical science. If, if, if a caller said, hey, I'm a believer, I just trust God no matter what, well, you take the consequences of that for good or bad, and so be it. But that was not the point, and I wanted to clarify that. Uh, let's see. We go over to Bemingo in northwest Indiana. Welcome to the line of fire. Yes, thank you, Dr. Brown. Um, I myself don't believe in the COVID shot because of the fact that it hasn't really been tested in my eyes, you know, and the way I think about it, it hasn't really been tested, and I think they're using it as guinea pigs. But there's two things there. We have a friend that's uh, in the medical field, and they just laid uh, that person off because they refused to take uh, the COVID uh, vaccine. I was wondering what you might have to say to someone like that you know, uh, if you would give them maybe some kind of um, advice, I don't know if you will. Yeah. But, but, uh, but like myself, I really don't believe that this. Like a lot of people believe that this is uh, has something to do with uh, the Antichrist and stuff like that. Um, I think that the Antichrist, if you want to, I think that what the Bible tells us is that you have to worship that person yeah. or thing. Exactly. And, in, other, in other words, the whole. The whole mark of the beast thing is is the COVID vaccine, the mark of the beast. No, because there's no beast right now. There is no one world leader, one rule, one world government. A and B. Yeah, it's a matter of not not just taking uh, a, a vaccine because you're ordered to. It's it's a matter of actually worshiping, worshiping this one instead of worshiping God. This one sets himself up as God. So you're 100 percent right there. The thing that's interesting is it, it's almost like a trial run of saying, well, what would happen when the government says you have to do this or you can't right now? It's not, you can't buy or sell without a vaccine. Although some have lost jobs and there have been hardships because of that in terms of mandates, but it's, it's giving a feel for how how something like this could happen, but on a, a totally different level. All right. So sir, as for your friend that was fired first, you, you always have to act based on your conscience and convictions regardless, regardless of the cost or the consequence. You have to start there. You have to start with, in life, you study, you pray, you think things through. And if you have a particular conviction, even if it's costly, you have to live by your convictions. Sometimes it's costly. We're not always right. But if you compromise your convictions for the sake of convenience, you just become a compromised person. You lose part of your soul in the process. I know many others are weighing this through because there's a livelihood. And they've worked for years to reach a certain level in, in professional field and a certain income for their family. And now, as a matter of conscience, they're losing their jobs. I, I would encourage your friend to follow up with a Christian legal organization. Uh, to call the Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, for example, or Liberty Council, one of these others, and say, hey, is there anything I can do? Here's why I was fired. Now, there may be nothing that can be done, but there may be pushback. So everyone weigh it through, 
Ask yourself, how sure am I? How far am I willing to let this go? And then act on your conscience. Don't just be dogmatic. Don't just be stubborn. Don't dig your heels in. Prayerfully consider. Balance things out as best as you can. And then make decisions and live with them. That's, that's what we have to do. Hey, thank you for the call. Uh, I do not have time to get to any more calls. But just so you know, there are a few more that were on the board that I didn't get to that were also against. So for everyone that got through today, for everyone whose call I was able to take or whose call I was at least able to see, there were only two that were for the vaccine and, and not in a super dogmatic way. And everyone else was either strongly against or strong questions, basically against. What does that prove? It proves that if you are really convinced that the vaccine is the way to go for saving lives, the vaccine is the way to go to help people, that it is love for God and love for our neighbor and even love for our own lives that would move us to get the vaccine, you'll need to do a better job of getting that message out because people that call in and follow me and and listen to this show, there are people that think, there are people that study, there are people that weigh the issues. So if you're that sure the message is not getting out or perhaps the evidence is against it, let us all make informed decisions because these are life and death issues. Hey, friends, 15 minutes from now, 15 minutes, 1-5, we'll be right back on the Ask Dr. Brown YouTube channel, ASKDR Brown, taking all your questions on endless numbers of subjects. See you then. Another program powered by the Truth Network.